1: yak gadget for all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs go to yakgadget.com. eastport marina on the beautiful shores of dale hollow lake for all your lodging kayaking and fishing needs go to eastport.info now let's get this show started jay randall welcome back brother why thank you sir (laughs) (laughs) facebook youtube podcast listeners welcome back to another show little little father's day special edition Mm. i think out of all the guests we've had i haven't
2: been this nervous in a long time (laughs) i would be nervous (laughs) just don't say just don't say anything messed up you can't smack you (laughs)
1: he's got dad strength you know
2: yeah although i think he's probably the one to like really come out of left field
1: (laughs) oh man uh this is gonna be a lot of fun i'm uh i'm looking forward to it um you know you and i have had conversations about doing this show for probably three years now and uh you know last week reached out to my dad this dad everybody um, Marty Schiller in the house, but, um, you know, it, uh, we were talking last week and I was like, Hey, why don't you come on the podcast next week? And, uh, we'll do kind of like a Father's Day special show. And then, uh, you know, we fished a derby this weekend and that turned out really good. So that just gave us more to talk about. But, um, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of laughs, love, uh, emotion and things like that running around tonight so should be a good show uh those you guys tuning in go down in that lower left hand corner click that share button let's get some folks in here drop in the comments as we're going along and uh we'll pop them up on the screen if you guys got any questions things like that uh we'll get them answered but uh pops i mean welcome to the show and uh let's get a little background on you first um you know how'd you get into fishing what's what's your earliest fishing memory i was thinking about this today because i don't think you've ever shared that particular moment with me but when when did you i know you grew up on a lake right outside of chicago so when did you get into fishing
3: probably when i was five five when ice fishing with my dad all the time then in the spring, we went on the chain of lakes. So, yeah, as long as I can remember uh, when I was a kid, uh, if we weren't down fishing, we were playing baseball or uh, army or whatever when we were kids. <laughs> you know, we left the house after breakfast and came home for dinner and went back out till the street lights came on. <laughs> Of course, we didn't have none, so <laughs> had to wait till grandma was screaming at us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get back here. Get yeah,
1: back here. well, I mean, that's funny because I, I've talked about it on numerous shows, numerous podcasts I've done. I think my earliest fishing memory is when we went ice fishing and I caught that 18 and a half inch crappie through the ice. And I mean, that's I, I remember, <laughs> I remember like you were freaking out as I'm like trying to pull this thing through the hole. And I, you know, I was what, six, seven at the, the time, most, yeah, you know, and you're like,
3: "Holy!" Sh- I'm
1: going <laughs> to preference this there. If you guys are listening in the car with your kids in the area, there may be a, a, a few words that <laughs> slip out here. Okay. Dad was a trucker for many years, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you kind of freaked out and I was just like, oh, cool fish, you know, Mm -hmm. can I go back outside of the shack and play? Yeah. I want
3: to go out and play in the snow.
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, and I remember, you know, you're like, that's a fish of a lifetime. You're never going to forget it. And I mean, every time I go to your mom's house, um, you know, I see that photograph on the wall holding the, you're holding the fish. I'm in front of, in front of you. And it's like, it just brings me back to that day every (laughs) time, which is super cool. Mm. (laughs) Souders is in the chat. He says, that's the last big fish I caught.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, he got big bass this weekend. Five, three.
1: Yeah. But, Uh well, well, I mean, you have have always been an amazing storyteller like i you got a story for everything which is great and and it's a trait i love to death about you and it, um i mean as we're talking about this like what what is your fondest fishing memory like what's your favorite fishing memory out of all i mean what you're 67 now
3: Going to be sixty six. October oh, is sixty seven. Yeah, no, I just you know, <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I, I mean, you've basically been
1: fishing for you know sixty plus years. I mean, out of all those years fishing, like what what is like probably the top memory that you've ever had? And I think I know what this is. So I want to see what your answer is.
3: There's a couple of them. <laughs> One was this weekend that I always, uh, had dreamed of. Sure. That's why I bought the boat was to fish with you and the, the grandkids. And, and, but one of my earliest memories is when I was a garbage man, I went up north. My boss had a, uh, double wide that he was opening up in the spring for walleye season. And Went with my dad and we were at the bait shop and I seen this orange rapala they just put out and we weren't catching any wallocks. And I and we spot this deer that all through the ice in the northern are just up there <laughs> scrounging on us. <laughs> so I tied the orange rapala on. And I start catching the northern. And my dad goes, We're not here to catch garbage fish. I go, I'm here to catch fish, dad. I don't, I don't care what they are. <laughs> Take me in, I'm going to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then later that day, I hooked the big one, and it broke off. And, but yeah, that's one of my earliest. I was only what fourteen or fifteen.
1: Sure. No, it's uh, it's <laughs> pretty cool, man. I mean, you've uh, you grew up on the water, uh, which I'm definitely jealous of. But you know, as i got older we moved closer to water and i i mean i remember as a kid riding our bike to the the old gravel pit and catching bass yeah Yeah. and uh things like that and um it's it's pretty cool and and unique that because i i remember growing up like you got two hobbies right it's it's golf and fishing and that's like pretty much all you did (laughs) other than work which you did a hell of a lot of and, um, you know, I, I, I play golf and, and we joke about it now. Cause my younger brother is a golf pro and I'm in the fishing world. And, you know, it's, uh, I always say I got the better half of you, <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure my brother would argue a little bit with that, but, um, it, it's, it's, it's cool, man. Um, you know, I, I thought, I thought your memory was going to be your day in Florida.
3: Well, yeah, too but what, what? I, I was going by my earliest memory <laughs>
1: well I I said some of your favorite memories so yeah. so so let's let's talk about that because yeah. I remember when we started the podcast I found, you shared that photo with me and I I posted it on our Instagram and I'll pull it up as as you're telling the story but um I mean this is probably got to be one of the most epic days I've ever heard of in my life mm-hmm. as far as fishing goes
3: yeah yeah I had a uh... Uh, nine, 11, and a 10.
1: All in the same day. Like, all
3: in the same day.
1: Like, what, three hours?
3: Eh, probably, uh, probably a six hour day, but I mean, let several fives and sixes and eights go. I mean, it was a day to remember. I mean, like, uh, no other. I mean, it's, uh, It was funny, I read an article in Bassmaster before I was going down to the Bears Tampa Bay game and I read this article on a guy down there and so I called him up and when we went down for the Bears game the first time, we went out and then I went back in February with my buddy Bob for his birthday and that's when we really hit them good because they were getting ready to move up on bed. But, yeah, it was uh, one of the greatest days of fishing.
1: I mean, how do you top
3: that? Winning the tournament with my son. <laughs> we'll get to
1: that. We'll get to that. You well, can you you tell you, me. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, this is our relationship folks we'll bicker back and forth all day long so uh get ready for it because it it'll get Mm -hmm. quite humorous i'm still looking for this photo it's it's way back in the archives but i mean at that point like i'd be like all right i'm done like i how how am i ever going to top this day you know what i mean it's just uh i've never ever heard anybody have that epic of a of a day ever on the water um which which is cool so what were you guys catching them on can i ask shiners that? shiners okay so you're using but, live bait you were cheating
3: yeah but <laughs> we weren't using the bobber because you know i told him if we're using a bobber i'm not fishing but we live spooled and it was the neatest thing i've ever done with live bait because he would catch the wild shiners first thing in the morning and then we went out, and what we were doing, we would cruise over to hydrilla. You'd let that shiner back there. There's one, There's of, one of them. them. And uh, you'd, you'd let them free spool, and then it was cool. They'd come up to the surface. They'd, they'd hit that. Shiner and then Shiner would flop on top of the water. And then they'd come up and take it head first, and then you'd let them run with it, click your bail shut, and count the 3000 and set the hook and hang on.
1: <laughs> I mean, you've aged quite well, old man. I'm just gonna uh, say, I'm an I, was guy. Just, I,
2: I was just gonna say, I was like, yeah. You look an awful lot like him, Brian. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the first time that's uh that's been stated.
3: Apple don't fall far from the tree, but thank mm-hmm. god he's got a little more of his mother in him than me.
1: <laughs> he's kissing ass now because mom's sitting like right next to us. Yeah, yeah. She's in snack th- distance, too. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah, I don't think I have the picture where you're holding all three because you guys put them in the live well, right? And took some photos and then released them. Yeah. Yeah, but, we uh, took
3: him out in the middle of the lake, so nobody knew where we caught him.
1: Sure, 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 sure. I mean, that's—I mean—just look at the belly of that fish. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, that he's lake... kind of
2: exaggerating the the weight. <laughs> 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 but, uh,
1: you know what I love about this photo—the uh, the retro quantum hat up there he's got on. Oh
0: you
2: yeah, you know what I mean i mean look at well, this guy he's, yeah, got, coll- he's got his
1: collar collared shirt on he's got his fancy yeah. watch and his his ring that he's always wearing you know hey, this guy's fishing in style i'm well, just then saying
3: he, that was the lawn jeans that wasn't even a rolex <laughs> <laughs> but uh
1: you know he's uh he's been around the block for sure you know it's uh it's it's pretty cool man it's uh you know, you instill the wealth of, of fishing knowledge into me. And, you know, that tournament bug, I kind of got that and uh, that sense of competitiveness, which, you know, you used to fish tournaments back in the, you know, mid to late 90s, you know?
3: Yeah, early 90s. Yeah.
1: So what what got you into competitive fishing?
3: Uh, Fred, uh, when, when I was working... Uh, at the one company, um, Fred and Tom, uh, were, uh, there they are. Oh, here
2: I can't. Typical, typical guys. cameras over there. Okay, it, let me, uh, I'll
3: text this to myself. But anyway, uh, Fred and Tom and then Tom's son got old enough to fish, so, um fred asked me if i'd join them and the big mistake was the first term we went to the madison chain (laughs) we took third place
1: (laughs) which which is funny because when i fished TBF in madison i took second in the pro tour and i took i think it was eighth in the trail but i did have one could finish uh the tournament before that in Kansas. So yeah, I think I took 10th or something or ninth in that one. So it's it's kind of funny like how our as far as competitive fishing goes, like our our stories kind of run parallel, so to speak, which is kind of crazy. But so was when we went ice fishing, was that the first time you ever took me fishing? I've never no, asked you this.
3: No, when my we on the quarry.
1: No, I don't. That's why I'm don't? asking. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, you and your brother were probably five, six, maybe five and six. And we'd go down to uh the quarry, the old quarry pond, and uh and I took you guys and you guys killing the bluegills
2: okay
1: and I, I figured there was some of that in there yeah. it's just like my first actual fishing memory is that ice fishing trip because obviously we caught a huge fish you yeah. Know? yeah and it, and i think it's too like i've thought about it like your excitement got me excited about it and that's <laughs> it's kind of been instilled in me so to speak but uh here's the uh the photo with the three i'll zoom in on this a little bit but um, I mean it's it's pretty cool uh to look back on it,
2: yeah. What are we got? Yeah, one fish is dwarfs the other two.
1: Yeah, this
3: one on the right.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that thing is huge. That that wasn't
3: eleven. Yeah. That's the eleven. The, Jesus, the, I even... the eights in the middle and the ten. Kind of like sideways, so you can't see the ten that well. That's but insane. That's my buddy, Bob. Then I took him down there for a short <laughs> thing, and I caught the big fish. <laughs> uh, God rest his soul. He was a super nice guy.
1: Yeah, he was. He was a character for sure. Oh, God. character. I mean, that's... I mean, <laughs> I look back on him, Fred, <laughs> like all those guys that you used to fish with. They were all, all characters, man.
2: But. And
3: Bob... Bob time we went to Kentucky Lake. I picked him up at his house in Addison. Right. I think I told you a story. Yeah. And he had uh six 30 packs old style and a 12 on ice. <laughs> and that was Sunday, Sunday and Friday afternoon. Of course, Kentucky Lake is dry. <laughs> He had to start drinking his buddy's Miller Lite (laughs) because he ran out of old style, and he was the only one drinking old style. uh, He was a guy that liked to uh, enjoy himself, for sure. (laughs) Oh, God. He's the only guy I know could drink a case of beer and walk straighter than I could or drive straighter than I could. We
1: don't encourage drinking, and yeah. folks. No, don't that's only, a long don't time try. ago. That's,
3: that's back in the 80s when you could get away with that stuff. But
1: <laughs> Well, it's interesting, right? Like, we're talking about your trip to Florida, but you used to travel around quite a bit fishing wise. Like, so. You know, you were a truck driver for many years and you've been in 49 of 50 states, correct? You know, when I got left, is Alaska,
3: right? And Which... then everything but the Yukon, uh, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and Newfoundland.
1: Newfoundland, Newfoundland. Uh, we know some newfies, mm-hmm. he's a character. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, out of all these states you've been in how many of them do you think you've actually fished in because i don't think i know the answer to that
3: wow arizona florida Nevada, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky.
1: We fished in Vermont on that Vermont, road trip. On
3: that road trip, we fished in Vermont. Uh, Ohio, New York, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Canada. Canada. It covers about all.
1: You, you've gotten around. Well, I'm old. You're fishing slut.
3: Lord. Oh, Lord. but uh, i got a great wife yeah that's all um
1: i'm i'm pretty fortunate too this is my opportunity to some yeah. brownie points right now you know it's uh you know it's we've been pretty lucky both of us traveling around fishing you and your brother too he's okay
3: yeah <laughs>
1: He's not here to I'm, he's not here to defend himself. I'm talking about
2: know. life wise. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> say, I don't know. I've met him, so <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm talking white, no. Great, white, great
1: life.
0: Yeah, it is for sure. That's
1: that my motto. So out of, out of all those states, like what is one state like you haven't fished in that you would like to fish in?
3: Oh, you know what? I forgot, Arkansas.
1: Yeah, you used to go to Arkansas as yeah, a kid a lot, out, right?
3: Yeah. yeah, Arkansas. I did a lot of fish in Arkansas. The one that I would probably like to go down to is uh, Lake Fork.
1: Lake Fork, all right. Yeah. Texas, yeah.
3: Texas would be probably Texas or Louisiana, Delta or, or California Delta.
1: California Delta. Yeah. Shreveport. Yeah. Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, all yeah, the big fish factories, basically.
3: Yeah yeah alabama i've that's right i fished in alabama on follow once on you follow you follow yeah all
1: right you follow is a big lake for the kayak guys they do quite a bit of tournaments there same with lake fork yeah shreveport um they've done a few turn like bigger events in arkansas for sure uh <laughs> yeah. I don't know who it is. It says Facebook user, but it says paddle and fin tournament at Lake Fork in honor of Brian's dad. Make it happen. I mean, I'm, I'm, you don't have to convince me.
3: <laughs> I'm bringing a boat. <laughs> I'm bringing a boat. <laughs> I'm going to you, be in the you boat. You guys too. going on a kayak. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, nope, save a spot powder. for me in the boat.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going
3: to be comfortable. Sorry, guys
1: i mean that's interesting right like you you bring up the boat and and i've taken a little bit of heat lately because i've spent a lot of time in the boat but a lot of that is fishing with you like Mm -hmm. it's uh I, i was thinking about this today i think it was three father's days ago um we went out fishing on the lake here and I put you in the Blue Sky, yeah. and I was in a Jackson Kusa FD or Big Rig FD, and I caught my first ever musky. Yeah, you remember that?
3: I got the pictures. <laughs> yeah,
1: and uh, I remember I'm like, oh, I don't know what the hell this is, and then it surfaced, and I was like, holy shit, it's a musky! It's a yeah. musky! You were freaking out. I thought you were going to jump off the Blue Sky and try mm. netting the thing or something, but um, you know, it was cool. Um to see you attempt to get into what I've been doing a lot of, which was super cool. And, you know, there was many phone calls. Hey, do you think you can pick up the blue sky? Mm-hmm. Let's go out fishing, you know, which is super cool. Um, you know, it's, it's, it just goes to show that kayak fishing isn't just for, you know, the younger guys, the, you know, older guys like Jay or yourself. You know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're... well i'm considered a real old guy <laughs> I'm, the I'm the antique i'm the old plug on the wall yeah. you know
1: but uh it, it it was super cool and it was unique and then you know like you you mentioned you you bought a boat last year and uh it's it's been one of the coolest things to to get back on the water with you and i want to rewind a little bit with that being said like as a kid, when you were fishing those tournaments, a lot of times you would take me out with you pre-fishing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the weekend before an event or something that you had coming up. And one of those memories I have, we were, it was like five 30 in the morning and he's like, drive the boat, drive the boat. And at the time, I think you had the 20 foot skeeter with a 200 horse Merc on the mm-hmm. back with the hot plate on the floor. And you're like, Freaking step on it. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I, I, we're doing like 45 miles an hour. He's like, hurry up. Let's go. <laughs> 80 miles an hour across Grass Lake. like, And he's still like, hurry up. There's some more in
3: there. <laughs> we're going to miss the bite,
1: you know, um, which I, I don't know. It's just one of those memories that's totally wild to me. But it's, it was one of the things that I, I missed since you got rid of a boat. Right. Yep. And and, and I know you did as well. And uh, it's been cool to be back on the water with you. I mean, making memories and giving each other a hard time. And, you know, the one thing I remember, right, is when you were pre-fishing, you were running the front of the boat. So you were catching all the damn fish. Mm. And I would sit in the back of the boat going, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, how can he catch all these fish (laughs) and I can't catch a single one? And now those roles have been reversed
3: <laughs> where, where,
1: where there's been some times like, you know, normally I'm running in the front of the boat and you're fishing out of the back and uh, you know, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll hook like three and he's like, God damn it. Another one. What the hell? What the hell? You know, <laughs> it's- at least I can handle a <laughs>
1: Ouch. Ouch. I think that's going to get popped up here, but nah. it's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of cool. Um, but let me ask you this. So, so I, have thought about this and I don't think we've ever really talked about this, but like, what do you think about what I do fishing wise, like with the kayak teams working with sponsors, fishing tournaments doing trade shows like I've, I've never asked you what you thought about that i know you've always been like oh that's cool you're going to do that but like what i mean what do you think about all that
3: well i think it's awesome i'm proud of you i i you know i would have never known how to do that stuff you know i've got the one friend that's on the flw tour sure but you know same thing he's got his own company and he's got money to burn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the last, uh, ranger he bought was, and that's like 10 years ago. I think the boat was 65,000 and the electronics was 35,000. You know, he had a hundred grand at the boat.
1: Sure. 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 Know? Sure.
3: And, uh, he's never really made it big, big money. He just, uh, what was it, a year ago or something? Somebody finally bought, bumped them out of Big Bass. His, his record was 11 4 on Harris. He held the okay. Big Bass for FLW for years. And then somebody just caught, I think it was a 12 or something. Huh. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's to, to do that and to negotiate sponsors and stuff is, it's it's an art. And, you know, you, you got to be good in order to get it done. Sure. You know. Sure. So, but uh, no, I just, uh, I'm amazed at what you do and how you enjoy it. And uh, one of the memories I do have when we were pre-fishing was the time I told you to throw the buzz bait by the log. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember that. I couldn't. I couldn't believe. Well, (laughs) that's that's when I was first learning how to throw a baitcaster. Yep, and baitcasters are nothing like what they used to be. Oh, they they used to be so frustrating. You know, you didn't have all Yeah, you don't (laughs) have like these magnetic brake systems and you know electronic trip chips and some of these you know newer reels and stuff like that and. Yeah, you were like, "Ah, I'm pretty sure it was a black buzz bait. And you were like, throw it up by that log. Because there was a storm that came through. I think it was the night before or two nights before. And we were fishing in the channel, which I believe runs right behind your brother's house. It does. Yeah. And at the time, he wasn't living there, though. I don't think. No. But uh, So I cast it up there, and I get this backlash, right? Because I'm new to bait casters. So I'm sitting there picking it out, get it out fairly quickly, and I go to start reeling, it, and it's just heavy. And I think it was, did you weigh that thing? I, I, it had to have been like a nine-pound catfish. Yeah, I think it was. Smoked a buzzbait right yeah. next to a log. <laughs> it's know. like nine
3: pounds over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And you were like, he ain't putting that greasy, nasty <laughs> thing in my boat. Hold on, I'm coming back there to get it. I don't want that on my carpet, you know. <laughs> like I mean, that's how most fishermen up at, are up in the north, you know. Like you catch a northern pike or a catfish, you're like, he ain't putting that on my floor, <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, pre- pretty 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 unique.
3: We didn't have camera phones back then, unfortunately.
1: No, no, no. This is like pre cell phone days. Yeah, well, had like more there cell phones out, but they were in like a brick <laughs> briefcase, you know what I mean
2: yeah but yeah it was go <laughs> <laughs> smoke signals <laughs>
1: but, but it's super cool super cool uh memories that will last lifetimes for sure Um uh, you know it's always always cool and good to reminisce and bring those things up you know and and look back on where we were and where we've come, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. Well,
3: just the engines, the, the, the second Skeeter I had, the first one was, was wasn't even fuel injection. It was carbureted. And the second one was fuel injection, but you still had to have the oil injection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now this four stroke, there's no comparison. Yeah. None.
1: Well, that's something too. Like I thought about like, so you fish 60 some years like you've seen a lot of advancements <laughs> and changes in fishing gear boats like everything like what is the one thing that amazes you the most looking back to 60 years ago to today what is the biggest thing that you think has improved fishing
3: electronics hands down electronics some of these live target units uh the guy i fished with in arizona had the live target yeah throw the umbrella rig you could see the umbrella rig hit the water and sink you could see the fish following it back to the boat oh, it, was it was incredible just incredible
1: i mean it's something we gotta
3: get <laughs> put yeah on and, the uh, boat, i'm just saying <laughs> you don't let your mother hear the price <laughs> It's a uh, hundred
1: bucks. 100 bucks. We got a we got a great deal on it at the
3: store. Yeah, we got a great deal on it, <laughs> Jay says. But uh such a deal for you. I got I got such a deal.
1: <laughs> but uh no, I and I figured that would be probably it. I mean, when you look at it now, like uh electronics is has really changed the game of fishing quite a bit. Oh. And it it's made some Piss poor fishermen, some pretty incredible fishermen. Oh you know yeah, I
3: mean? I mean, did did you? I don't think you watched that tournament that they had for the amateurs, Johnny Morris.
1: I didn't. You told me about it.
3: Yeah, they they had the live target system. They were catching, uh, um, spotted spots down spots at Table Rock, right? Down at Table Rock, and they were. It's like playing electronic video. They, they would see the fish, they'd throw it, they'd see the fish get the bait, and they hooked it. Yeah. And um, I was kind of disappointed that he didn't do it again this year. Oh, the
1: Johnny Morris tournaments. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was they kind had,
3: of disappointing. It was a one-year deal, I guess.
1: Yeah, they had a big open, uh, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Johnny Morris owns Bass Pro Shops, and they did a, a big bunch of open to, uh, tournaments throughout uh, the country. And then there was a championship at the end and then what first place first team place, got like a, they each got boats, right?
3: They each got boats. They each got tundras and each got a half a million dollars. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. I mean, but I forget what he, he donated all the proceeds to conservation. So, yeah. um, and you had to have, uh. One of the boats that he sells, you had to have Ranger, Tracker, Nitro. Tr-
1: Tracker, Nitro,
3: Nitro, Ranger, uh, um, Mako. Oh,
1: that's right, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but it, it was incredible. And for two amateurs to win that kind of money, and it's, a, I wouldn't have mind paying the taxes on it. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's
1: uh it's it's cool to see those types of events going on. Um, you know, giving the little guys shots, you know, at uh, some big big earnings, big recognition, things like that.
3: Yeah, television. Yeah. It I, was it was cool. I mean, it's
1: the same thing in the kayak world right now with uh BASS is running a kayak series now. Um Obviously, the Hobie events have been doing really good, um, which which is cool. I mean, let me ask you this, because you used to sail. Was it out of a Hobie cat? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was
3: when I was in eighth grade. Dad bought that for me. Yeah. But I took it out in a storm and split the mast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oops. Oops. <laughs> wait till your father gets home i don't yeah. know how many times i've heard that um
3: yeah but back in my day it meant something
1: <laughs> it meant something too but uh we got uh our buddy richie lockery in the chat he says badass dad in the chat richie's, <laughs> richie's a good dad i've seen him interact with uh with his son when i was down there on table rock that's uh my buddy that lives down there uh right close by table rock he's okay. on uh what is that tenny como I'm sure Richie will correct me but um yeah no good stuff man good stuff Jay I'm 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 sorry you've been so quiet what what has been your fondest fishing memory with your two boys
2: um I don't know I've had quite a few of them I think but when we were uh I was living at four lakes uh in Lyle Illinois that is they have a private lake there and stuff, and uh, we'd go out in these paddle I love, boats.
1: I love how you got to be, like, in Illinois, that is.
2: Now that you're all in right. Tennessee. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> I've, I've yeah. shed I've shed that weight. <laughs> <laughs> Taxes, too. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. don't me get me started on that. We're good here, bro. We're good. <laughs> um, no, uh, no, they had these paddle boats you could take out, and I mean, of course it was a private lake and you would always, I mean, like an average fish was like a 17 inch bass. Sure. But I remember like taking Seth, well, Jared and Seth, and it's, you know, a hot summer day, you know, you're pretty much help desk, uh, when you're, you know, the father. So, you know, you're baiting hooks, you know, you're paddling or pedaling rather the, uh, the, the paddle boat. And then, um, I remember Jared got caught in the, in the trees or something and we were in the shade, and I saw something moving. I'm like, Seth, I was like, throw your bobber right over there in that shade. So he does, and he's got this little three foot pole. And all of a sudden, his pole just goes, Whoa. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God. So he pulls <laughs> this thing up, dude. It's like, it's like an 18 inch bass, you know, and it's like one of the first big bass he's ever caught. And he was like, I did what you said, Dad. I did what you said. It's like, well, okay, well, let's, let's get the thing out there. and reel it up and everything. And he was just like, astounded. You know, with the size, you know, and just everything. I mean, I had pictures of him when he was small. And I mean, you've, of course, met Seth. So, hi, him small is a lot different than big. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's like open, he opened his mouth as big as the fish. And I mean, he was just ecstatic. Well, and then, same lake, I had him on short. This kid caught, like, in one sitting, a 17 inch bass, like, I think it was like a 14 inch crappie. Um, he caught, like, this giant catfish, um, and then and then he ended up bringing up, like, a walleye.
0: I was like, I don't know what he
2: was – he was dragging a jig, just screwing around, because they don't – you know how it is. Kids go in your tackle box, and they're like, I'm going to use this. Um, He didn't even – I just told him what to do. I was like, well, just toss it in there and just pull it in. And uh, he ended up pull, pulling up all these fish. But kind of to, like, your dad's story about kids fishing, as soon as he caught all this stuff, he was like – Oh dad yeah, I'm going to go play and they just like drops the rod and just cruises. Like <laughs> yeah, him and his no, brother. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, well we walked here, so uh I'm going to carry stuff too, I guess, you know, but uh but I mean we you know rivers and stuff. Actually Four Lakes was a great place with the DuPage going through there too or the I think it was uh, the East Fork. Uh sure. we caught smallies in there. I mean, we had a lot of fun, but you know, the kids it, they, they're not really fishermen, they didn't really take for them, but they, they do they you know they enjoyed those times and Seth will bring up that stuff here and there, but you know it's cool, it's cool to get out there and do that. I mean I didn't really get I fished with my dad like a lot, but also not a lot because he would usually fish with my grandpa. Okay. So um uh, then they would man, I mean there's pictures, I mean they would fish like Michigan, of course, mm-hmm. um, but they would have just pictures and pictures of salmon and trout lined up on the yard i mean yeah just insane pictures you know i'm sure your dad can attest um oh yeah just massive amounts of fish i mean you know i remember eating smoked trout and smoked salmon all the time and but i mean uh yeah my dad you know me and what's called me and him went out you know quite a few times and i caught a lure or sorry i caught a uh i actually caught like a 15-inch walleye on. A lure he had had for like 30 years that he gave to me. And he was testing out like a new rod or something. And I I was like, I'm going to tie on this this spinner. And I think we were at Braidwood. We okay. were uh Braidwood off of one of the fingers. And uh, I like tossed it in there. And I was like, dad. And it was like a crappy day. Of course, that's like the best time to go walleye fishing. Um, sure. Storm Storm was ready to roll in. It was just super nasty. He just got this reel and uh, let's reel and rod. And he wanted to test out. You know, he didn't even care. Um, and I like ended up pulling that fish, but it was just kind of funny. He thought I was messing with him. I was like, "I got a fish." He's like, "No, you don't." I'm like, "I don't know how I could be lying about this." Like, you see my <laughs> rod, <ride>, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up pulling up this pretty good sized fish. It was cool, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I've had some good times with the boys. I mean, when I had a boat, you know, like they would go out. We did some catfishing and stuff. You know, sure. But uh, you know, you know, try to share. You know, how it is. You just try to show them as much as you can. You know, oh, yeah. see what, yeah. see what sticks. <laughs>
1: you know? Well, I remember the, the old boat, um, that I have here, you know, I used to take the wife and the kids out on Lake Geneva every once in a while. And I took you out a few times Yeah. and that's when, uh, you know, I was pretty good friends with the guy that owned the bait shop there on Lynn pier. And, uh, I was like, Hey man, I want, I want to take my kids, out and maybe get, small large what, what can he give me and he was like circle hook and some suckers put a split shot like a foot above it and i had Ange and the kids out and i'll never forget like the look on zach's face he hooked into like a 16 inch small mouth and it came shooting four feet out of the water just tail dancing and he was like oh! <laughs> you know, like giggling <laughs> like a little school girl, like freaking out. Like, did you see that? Like, and, and same thing with Sammy, too. You know, she, she caught a couple and it was the same thing. And I mean, at that time, I think Zach might have been seven or eight. Uh, Sammy was probably five, four or five, you know, some, somewhere around there. And, uh, you know, and still to this day, both of the kids will go out occasionally with me sammy loves being out in the kayak because she's she's uh one to be her own person and do her own thing and she just loves that independence so to speak of being Mm -hmm. in her own kayak um but you know her and the wife have gone out and they've caught some good fish with me here in the past year you know with the boat now and uh which has been awesome you know and even zach went out uh when fish weren't even really biting yet and he caught that what for three and a half pounder or something yeah and, for four yeah. yeah and uh he had a great time man it's it's cool um and now too like you know you mentioned grandkids to me that's nephews you know my my son's about to turn 20 my daughter just graduated high school so like you know the next level to come up is 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 the nephews you know my brother's mm-hmm. kids Uh, my sister-in-law's son and getting them out and seeing the excitement they get out of it like this past weekend Mm -hmm. we had my sister-in-law's son out and uh, for his birthday we got him a little cars push button like uh zepco fishing pole and uh he didn't catch anything but i hooked into a largemouth, and i let him reel it in and he was just jazzed and it was like a 14 incher you know but it's cool to see the look on their face, especially the two little ones, right? Like, how old are the twins now? Five? Four?
3: Five, aren't they, Hun?
1: <laughs> yeah, so Five. we always got to refer back to the women because we don't know. Timmy's seven. Yeah, Timmy's seven. Talk and, and Talks and, your and, ear off. Tar- Talks your ear off, and, like, he wants you to see every cast he makes, which is so cool to me because, like, he gets it. He's like, did you see that Uncle Brian? that was pretty good, huh? You know? <laughs> and he's like, I think I'm going to cast over here. And it's funny too, because he does the, the typical little kid thing. He'll see where you caught a fish. And he's like, I think I should cast right there where you just caught that one. Right. Uncle Brian. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, bud. <laughs> you yeah. know, but it, it's super cool. And, and it's huge, man. Like to be able to carry on these traditions that the three of us all love. And we've done for many, many, many years and uh you know just to see it continue on and see the excitement that we used to get out of that and i think it's a great reminder to us you know when you see a a a young person like that hook into a fish get that excited i think for me at least it reminds me that's right that's how excited i should be when i hook into one you know It, it makes me feel like that
3: well i just remembered when we lived on Loretta, taking Sammy and Zach in the back. Oh, pond. that's right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah. Zach hooked that. It's probably an 18 inch on it. Yeah. Snoopy reel and it was <laughs> stripping the gear. So I had to grab the line and pull it in. Yeah. And uh,
1: I forgot all about that. Yeah,
3: I did too till just now. Yeah. I just thought about it. My we f- had the pond in the backyard.
1: Yeah. My folks had a place and there was that pond had to been.
3: Probably three acres. Three,
1: yeah, two three acres. You know, and it was loaded it was with deep. catfish and bluegill and bass, which was awesome. We got a uh, Dustin Nichols in the house. What up, brother? But um, I mean, it's it's just so cool, you know, to see them full circle. You know, like I remember as a kid, like you would go fish a turn. I was like, shit, I really wish I could go with dad right now. You <laughs> know, but uh, it's uh, we weren't old enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's a the problem.
3: They had an age limit,
1: but it's it's super cool now to see it come full circle and uh, come back around. So, so I mean, we're almost we're at like forty eight minutes right now. So we'll, we'll get into this past weekend. I haven't even talked to Jay about this yet, so this is all new to Jay. I'm sure Jay read a post on Facebook. Yes, no, nah. probably no. flipped He's right been, by. Been, it. He he's he's been living in the woods in the middle of Tennessee making moonshine.
2: I, I sure. believe I believe in anti-social media. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. But uh I had the local neighbor neighborhood derby here uh this past weekend, uh team event, and uh we fished it last year and we took fourth. Third, third,
3: yeah, third. <laughs>
1: somebody says jay was fighting off ticks sounds about right (laughs) but uh
3: (laughs) yeah last year we took
1: (laughs) third or fourth no it was fourth because we were out of the money and they pay top three spots
3: no they only paid two last year they did yeah we only had eight boats okay all right we were out of the money by eight ounces
1: we took third we were out of the Let's
2: money think of the whole. Let's just think of the h comparison and how a a T remembers versus you. <laughs> <laughs> touche, touche, my friend, touche. Yeah. So,
1: so last year we we took third, and I, I was pretty determined last year. Like I, I, ever since I've lived here, like that has been one of my missions is to win the the neighborhood derby, right? Like because you're a big man on the lake if you win the derby, right? And I'm, I'm friends with most of these guys and run into them on the water all the time, super friendly. We share information with each other, things like that. And going into this year, I didn't pre-fish as much, which was probably good because I didn't wear them out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: I went out Friday night for maybe two and a half hours. But for an hour of that, I did a podcast off the front of the boat. I don't know if I told you that. Mm -mm. Uh, But I did a podcast with Sean Lavery, Bass Fishing for Noobs. And uh, I went and checked the one spot we started at last year, which did us pretty good. And uh, I think I caught like a 3-2 or something out of there. Then I went down to this other spot where we didn't have any luck last year. We might have caught one down there. And I cast in... I catch a five four. And like I knew it was a big bite. And I tried to pull the bait out of the fish's mouth, which I did. And then he successfully came back and chomped it and unfortunately reeled him in. And I'm like, why did you have to do this now? Like, I need you tomorrow, not tonight. And I'm like, all right, maybe it was a fluke. Next cast in, I catch a 25 and a half inch walleye. And I'm like, all right, there's fish here. I'm getting out of here. Did the podcast uh checked like two other spots got out of there called you that night i was like well i caught a five three over here this is where we're gonna start because i also caught the walleye so there's fish stacked out there if you get two big fish like that in one spot my theory is there's plenty of bait fish bait out there that these fish are feeding on which that one i caught friday night I don't know if I told you had a a bluegill tail coming out of its throat. So I'm like, all right, they're chomping out here, right? Post spawn, derby morning, we go out there, get to the spot, troller motor issue, trolling motor issues, (laughs) and you're like, I'll come up there, I'll give you a hand. I'm like, just stay in the back of the boat, fish. You fish, I'll take care of this. You fish, (laughs) right? And that's that's you know. Us shillers get kind of flustered (laughs) at times, you know, and we, we, we talk with a heightened elevated voice and, and things like that. But, you know, I'm like, you stay back there and fish. I think I finally got it worked out and then you hooked into one first, right? Or did I, you did, I did. All right. We caught, uh, we caught our limit in like what the first hour and 20 minutes, I think it was.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. About seven 30. Yeah, seven thirty, quarter to eight, and derby eight picked o'clock. up at six fifteen. Yeah, eight o'clock we started calling.
1: Yeah, right.
3: Mm-hmm. We we're like, all right, we're doing all right.
1: Caught big a big fish. Our scale read, I think it was like four something. Four
3: fifteen.
1: But when we weighed it in, it was actually five three. Yeah. You lost two really good fish. One was definitely my fault. I wouldn't say that. I was in the way. You couldn't see where that fish was running. I'll take the blame for that one. The other one jumped at the boat, came unhooked. You had such a look of defeat on your face Mm. at that point. And you were just, again, choice words were said. Rods were thrown. (laughs) (laughs) And... I said to you, "Don't worry about it. We'll be fine. Just keep fishing, right?" Yep. yep. You you reset. Yeah. You reset, and you proceeded to get. I think the rest of our upgrades for the day, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Three eight three six.
1: Yeah, because three eight yeah. was our small yeah small fish when we weighed in. Um, yeah. So 313. you. Three
3: thirteen. I think I had a 3.13 too. You did.
1: You did. You had a 3.13, a 3.11, and a 3.8, which yeah. got rid of our three smallest fish. Yeah. So I think when we got our limit in the morning, our smallest fish was like.
3: 2.6 or 2.8. Yeah, it was, it, was, small. it was smaller.
1: But, you know, derby ends. Well, let's take that back. So we sat on that spot for probably four or five hours
3: they told us five yeah yeah i, I heard five
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so so, <laughs> so we leave we go to some other spots that we had we got our upgrades there but when we went to weigh in it was interesting because everybody said their bike died at like nine o'clock 8 nine o'clock and we proceeded to catch some fish yeah. after that which i think a lot of it had to do with uh Finesse fishing was one of the keys. Two was you were throwing that underspin, mm-hmm. and we saw fish breaking on the surface, chasing, chasing bait fish. We couldn't figure out what it was. We didn't see <laughs> we any figured of these fish, but you figured it out. <laughs> you started throwing that underspin and started jacking fish, which was great, super great. Got our upgrades, go to the weigh-in. You were sitting at the boat. I was up by the scale guys are like you guys must have been on them huh and i was like we did all right
3: mm-hmm.
1: they're like you guys sat in the same spot for like six hours <laughs> or five hours whatever it was and i was like well yeah i wanted to make sure we caught all the fish so when you guys moved in there there wasn't nothing left for you
3: you know or we beat them up then yeah <laughs>
1: so we weigh the fish go back to the boat release the fish right there at the lake and uh we uh um we're just sitting there talking, and uh, we're kind of watching some other guys walk by with their bags. And oh, like, oh, that guy, that got a few nice ones, you know. And I was putting my rod socks on my on my rods and stuff, and then uh, they finished up weighing. And you know, we're talking, and uh, the guy that ran the event, you know, says, "Hey, Brian, you need to come up here." And I was like, "All right." What did I do, you know, and uh, Chuck, Chuck announced it, you know, he didn't even start like, th- you know, most tournaments, they go third, second, first. No, they just went straight for it. And uh, he's like in first place, Brian and Marty Schiller. And they also won big bass. And I turned around and looked at you like, what the f- <laughs> just happened? <laughs> you know, cause we knew, we knew we had a good bag. I didn't think we had the winning bag. And initially, when he announced the weights up there, I thought we won by like two pounds, but I was wrong. It was eight-tenths of a pound we won by uh, for overall, which was pretty crazy, one. Um, Two, we got Big Fish, which I kind of had a feeling that we did win Big Bass because last year, I think big bass was like four pounds, four ounces. Yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, this, this fish should at least win us big big bass. And, uh, you know, Chuck gave me the envelope. I walked back down to the boat. And, you know, the two of us, I think, had the biggest shit-eating grins <laughs> on our face. That should say enough. <laughs> you know, but...
3: Show me the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know it. <laughs> it
1: it's it was pretty crazy, and I think we were both in shock at first, and then I think it it kind of hit us both after we got the boat loaded up. We we're in the parking lot. We shed some tears, and uh, went to breakfast we actually ran into one of the guys on the way out he's like, Oh, you guys celebrating, you know? So, <laughs> but it, it was pretty incredible, man. And, and we talked at breakfast, like, you know, going back to the way we started the show, you know, you had some top 10 finishes and, and your time bass fishing tournaments, never won. <laughs> I've had some top 10 finishes in my day. Um, uh, Kayak fishing, never won. And then uh this derby comes. We're fishing together as a team and we both get our first win together. Come here. Sorry guys. Dogs.
2: Good old out. trout.
1: Um he heard a big bang outside. So Uh-oh. but um pretty cool. I posted that up on, on Facebook and Instagram. And I wanted to say thank you to everybody that commented on that. And, you know, a lot of, I, I haven't told you this yet, but you know, a lot of folks were like, that is absolutely amazing memories that are unbuyable, unforgettable. And it was super cool. And, you know, I don't think I would have wished I would have won a tournament with anybody else. So,
3: was my dream when I bought the boat. I, I,
2: I
1: there, told now you can give it to me.
3: <laughs> I,
1: Way to ruin the moment, Jay, you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs>
3: but I told my wife that I wanted the boat again so that I could fish with the grandkids and my son and the ultimate was this weekend winning the tournament. It, it it doesn't get any better, and well, it does, but it's it's something him and I will cherish forever,
1: for sure, for sure. E- mm-hmm. Even
3: after I'm gone, you know, that's like I just I forgot all about it when I used to go to Door County with my dad catching jumbo perch. I mean, had no idea what they were doing. You know, I was seven maybe eight years old and we're catching jumbo perch two pounds three pound jumbos and the females are spitting eggs and the males are milking had no idea what they were doing to devastate that fishery i mean we used to take hundreds of perch home in a week going out off of washington island they were on the rocks um uh spawning and like back then in the 60s they had no idea about conservation and that just goes to show you how much it's coming back and and especially lake mm-hmm. michigan the joels are coming back
1: lake michigan green bay you yeah know everything you know and i guess that's in a testament too, like changes that you've seen in your years of fishing yeah. you know the changes that have come about to protect what's valuable to make these memories together for future generations to come. So super cool. I think there's an important lesson there for sure. uh, If if you guys definitely take something home from this, you know, show tonight. Um,
3: Well, it's like all three of those big bass. How many guys would have let them go back in the day?
1: That's true. And I remember you, know, you yeah. talking about that, you know, those three bass you caught in Florida. And I remember, too, is you caught a, a, I believe it was like six and a half pound largemouth on Kentucky Lake that you kept to mount. But also, too, again, advancements in technologies, replicas today look yep. 20 times better than actually having a, an With actual fish mounted. You know? Yeah, and they mm-hmm. don't
3: decay. And I, re-
1: I remember you beat yourself up over keeping that six-and-a-half-pounder. Well, and you I, would... got,
3: I got berated into keeping it. Yeah, you got peer pressured. Yeah, I got peer pressured. You can't. I, I had it in the live well for two days. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> that was funny. My buddy Bob had gotten a bait caster. <laughs> I forget who gave it to him. I think my buddy Pete gave it to him, and he's having a rough, rough time with it. And I said, here, you toss it like this, and I tossed it under, the wind was blowing and went underneath the log, got heavy, and I set the hook, and he's like, I won't repeat what he said. but <laughs> <laughs> You know, I said, see what them bait casters do, you know, and I wanted to let it go, and he wouldn't let me let it go. Well,
1: like you said, it's a different time, different age. Well, and I know?
3: hadn't caught them big ones either. Sure. I, that was before I caught the, the three big ones. So,
1: I mean, those photos have lasted longer than that mount, obviously. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, I mean, it, it's super cool and it goes to show, you know, and it, again, something something to learn from, you know, like I've seen yeah. so many guys uh, over the past Five years or so that have caught trophy fish got replicas made and they look Mm -hmm. just as good as the photos if not better
3: which yeah well if you get a good photo and measurements sure you know yeah well it's it's like um roger gibson down in florida somebody had made him a replica from the picture of the the world record (laughs) bass and he had it on his wall yeah Look just like the real thing. Well, I mean, they,
1: I think that's in pretty much every Cabela's and Bass Pro Shop, right?
3: I think so. Yeah, you know. yeah, Which,
2: yeah. Man, a, lot mean, a lot of good artists out there now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah,
3: with the airbrush and everything. Yeah. It's a. It's amazing what they can do. You know. Same thing with the the. You know, the conservation on the sailfish and the marlin, and. You know, all, all the different types of fish that, you know, same thing with the the northern and the muskie, you know, guys used to keep the trophy to hang on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just take a picture of it and the replica maker. Be lit.
1: I think that's why you're starting to see some of these records being broken. Yeah. Uh just today mm-hmm. I saw a the guy broke the New York State smallmouth small record. What was yeah. it? Eight, nine pounds? It was a beast. I'll uh, oh, show it to you after we get done.
2: Yeah. yeah, it was. I thought when I looked, I thought it was one of those joke pictures. I thought like the same this, thing.
1: I mean, it was a beast. The
2: size, oh, the size of that fish is unreal. Yeah, just unreal. Yeah.
1: And it's a live video of him weighing this fish at a weigh-in. It must have been at a tournament or something.
2: Yeah, that but... thing was gigantic. I, I cannot believe, like a smallmouth that big. I mean, it was just huge.
3: Yeah. Well, what's funny about, you know, you talk about seeing things come around. When in the 70s, I used to haul steel out of Youngstown and Cleveland. You'd go by the water down there on 90. Lake Erie. It, it, Lake Erie. And it was like a slough. It was like a mud pit. Mm-hmm. And and it's they used to call it the Dead Sea. And
1: mm-hmm. that smallmouth was eight and three quarter pounds,
3: and uh, it's incredible. I mean, <laughs> you can see 10, 12, 15 feet down now on Erie because of the zebra mussel. Well, yeah. and look
1: at too, like the you were talking about perch jumbo yeah. perch out there is a huge thing now. Obviously, the wall it's a world famous walleye fishery, yeah, steelhead, smallmouth, like you know. East West Harbor every year. That's a tournament that guys look forward to every year on Lake Erie, East West yeah. Harbor, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's uh it's crazy how, yeah, exactly. Conservation has changed fisheries. Well, it, look at Green Bay too. Green Bay used to be a shithole, yeah, right, with all the the industry that was going through there. And and it's the same thing yeah. as Lake Erie, world renowned walleye fishery. Like I'd argue that Green Bay is almost better than erie erie might, oh yeah. might have far
3: far as size
1: yeah, erie mm-hmm. might have some more trophies i think but i don't know it's hard to say i've seen giants come out of both you know what i mean
3: well erie now erie they don't want you to throw anything back they want you to keep Team, everything yeah yeah because there's mm-hmm. so many they're they're running out of food for them.
1: the gobies right
3: well, the They're gobies and the perch—they yeah. they eat the perch, the young perch. Yeah. So it's hurting the 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 perch at Erie, because the walleye, you know, they get the juvenile perch. That's it's a delicacy for them, now.
2: Yeah. And I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I like I was actually just watching. Uh, was it Barstool Outdoors with uh, Sydney sure. Well, and she was yep. with Alex Perrick and he was talking about the gobies in Lake Michigan. I think it's from this year, and he was saying that the, the smallmouth population is making a huge comeback because of the gobies. Yeah, yeah, they've had some good
1: goby spawns.
2: Yeah, so I mean, so there's like, there's negatives and positives to it, right? So, sure. Um, you know, where some's hurting, you know, something is growing stronger. I mean, they were in downtown Chicago fishing right off the, uh, what's it called, right off the, uh, maybe pier uh, on lake. Well, not yeah. all, actually they were by there, but they were like behind the uh, the field museum, or the planetarium, the shit aquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. They were just walking around. The
3: karmic place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were there.
2: they will pulling them like straight up because they were spawning. But I mean, it was pretty interesting to hear that. I was like, oh, I was like, that's cool. You know, yeah. something good's coming. You know, of something that could be like really bad because I know they're in the the displays because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um my my you know my ass like pike lures were like hooking into these things you know and yeah. all of a sudden i'd have i'd, be, I'd spear a goby and i'd be like what is going on out here well i know <clears throat> going back
1: a couple of years trolling for walters with uh old man purrs up on green bay you know occasionally you get a goby that gets snagged up on a crawler harness yeah. or a, or on a treble hook from a crankbait trolling you know and it's the same thing up there. I mean, those smallmouth forage on those gobies, mm-hmm. smallmouth and the Walters for sure. Because I know we've always, uh, you know, you keep some Walters and you cut their stomach open, look what they're feeding on, you know, trying to figure them out. And uh, nine times mm-hmm. out of 10, there's gobies stuffed in there. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, A lot of memories. Yeah, man. Uh, more to be made
1: exactly, exactly. Right, happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there, even you, Jay. Even you.
2: Oh, thanks <laughs> <laughs> for the exception. Uh, you too, Brian and Papa Schiller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I hope you guys uh get to spend some time with your families this weekend. Get outside, get outdoors. Uh Pops, thank you for joining us tonight. It was My uh, pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh I'm glad none of the bad stories came out. Maybe we'll invite you no. back to tell in the after tell hours stories from my ch- childhood. <laughs>
3: and I'd never tell them about the explorer. Oh, never. Geez. All would. right, all right. We're done. We're
1: done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, anyways, I wouldn't do that to him. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> if you guys came into the show late, you could always go back, rewatch on Facebook, YouTube, uh, gets uploaded to all the major podcast platforms, uh, as soon as we get done here. So, uh, Jay,
2: final thoughts? Um, I would say, like we touched on conservation, I would say, everybody just, you know, always keep your eye on the ball, pay attention to that stuff. There's still stuff going on today that, uh, Um, like the Boundary Waters has some issues. I mean, like attention guys, Uh, you know, elections have consequences. Uh, You know, they could legislate any of this stuff away any day. Uh, There's a fight every day going on about this stuff. So just make sure you stay in the right corner, pay attention, vote for the right people, you know, you know, so we can pass on more memories. No, I'm not being political. I'm just saying conservation, (laughs) man like I'm just i have just i've just, I'm just, re- re- I've just recently come i've just recently come to light and seen some stuff i just didn't know was going on and sure. i have never been to the boundary waters that one kind of hit hard because it's one of the places i do want to go absolutely and and, and it, it, it bothers me that there's stuff like this still going on uh and nobody sure. s- seems to care uh and i don't mean like our audience i just like you know yeah. the people who yep. just want to exploit it you know and like yep. but you won't have the if you you know if you if you don't protect these things, you know, for one, you know, species die off and all that other stuff, and then also you, you can't make memories of people and everything. So, I would just say, you know, uh, just pay attention, be stewards, um, and raise awareness when you can.
1: Happy Father's Day, big daddy, Mr. John Rapp in the house,
2: Mr. Rapp.
1: See you in about a, a month down there in old uh, Florida looking forward to sweating profusively in the middle of july <laughs> at yeah. good old
2: iCast uh, better bring some moisture wicking clothes brother yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. trust me
1: that's it's already on the two-pack list for sure yeah <laughs> but uh yeah and that speaking of that uh guys gals we'll have some pretty cool content coming out of iCast i'll be down there uh i got jesus probably 20 podcasts i'll be doing from down there both for new canoe and paddle and finn but we're going to stream both to uh both channels so be on the lookout plus we always make some contacts down there uh if you guys want to hear from somebody that's going to be at icast shoot us a message on facebook shoot us an email paddle the letter n and fin at gmail.com let us know who you want to hear from we'll make a connection down there and we'll get that show set up so that way, you guys can hear about what you want to hear about. So, uh, really looking forward to that, man, and uh, can't wait. Uh, he says twenty. Woot woot! I don't know if that means twenty days. If that's the case, man, I going to get my stuff
2: probably. Together. Yeah, no, you better dude. no, no,
1: no. Because today's the sixteenth. ICAST is the week of mm-hmm. the nineteenth. So uh, we got a month. Why you get me worried, John? <laughs> we're good. We're good. So uh they moved it up. If you guys are new here, we're here every Thursday night, seven central, eight eastern, five o'clock out on the west coast. As always, boys and girls, tight lines, sweet like, through. Sweet <laughs> paddling. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn.